Hey, you guys. What's up? (laughs) It's one of those evening segments. So let me just jump right into it. And um, yeah, talk this talk. Because I got a lot of different segments I have to do. So yeah, let me just jump right into this one. And so you're here. I'm here. Let's just get straight to it, right? Ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. You are jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Whatever. Cocaine kisses. You already know. It's about 11:41 at night. It's October 22nd, and um, I'm gonna get this one out the way this evening, cause tomorrow morning I have two episodes, uh, two segments I have to do, and I also have a virtual funeral to attend. So um, I'm kind of uh, scattered around like crazy tomorrow. So I figured I'll just jump into this portion um tonight so um yeah you guys so I'm not sure if you caught it I mean I'm I'm guessing a good chunk of you guys probably did catch the uh uh presidential debate that was um shown earlier about nine o'clock to be exact uh on CBS or however you caught it CNN or whatever channel you caught it on um and um I'm here to talk about what the fuck they was talking about. Um, and so, you know, you guys know that there's no filter to me. And I don't think you would ever even want me to do that or or have that kind of um, capability because then I wouldn't be my authentic self. So what I'm going to say is this. This is probably the first time in my 38 years of living that I've actually been highly disappointed in um, government overall, whether Democratic or Republican parties. Um, I've been very vocal about not being completely uh, satisfied with what my choices are, but nonetheless, I will be making a choice on November 3rd. So I watched tonight's Um, I watched tonight's debate and let me begin by saying at least it was not as ratchet as the prior debate and I'm not talking the vice president and uh, nominee and I mean vice president candidate and the current vice president Mike Pence I'm talking about the first presidential debate between Biden and Trump which was like a whole fucking shit show and just you know a dick measuring contest that's what it just felt like um the first go round and now the second go round is um it wasn't as childish 
but I will say it's still diverted um, from what the debate is actually supposed to do. So I say that because um, many of the questions that the moderator, well, let's start with this first. So she, the moderator in her, in the, well, the moderator. So one of the first things the moderator um, stated was that um, she wanted each um, person to be limited to a two-minute response. Um, and if they were not able to adhere to that, she was going to then, you know, cut the mic off. Which, let me be the first to tell you, that never happened. All right? And we all know Trump went way over, <laughs> as he always does, because he must talk. He must get the... He must get his point across, people. He must. So he definitely went over the two minutes that was originally stated. Um, and not one time, well, eventually, I think towards the end, towards the end of the night, towards the end of the debate is when they actually started uh, turning Trump's mic off. But by that time, he had gotten away with talking excessively over the two minutes is just it was like yeah whatevs at this point um so let me explain to you why this debate for me was just again smoke blowing smoke screens of bullshit um for the most part many of the questions if not all of the questions that were asked to both biden and trump trump never answered any of them um biden was a lot better at answering the question, but he too failed at some point to give direct responses to a very direct question. So, um, throughout the debate, there was just some language and statements from Trump that was quite disturbing. I think one of them that uh, really bothered, bothered me a lot was um, his indication that uh, COVID basically, you know, is not that, you know, wasn't that big of a deal. In his words, verbatim, he states that he had COVID, his son had COVID, and then it just went away. He also went as far as to indicate the uh, medicine that he was given. And then came what I believe was like a, a sales pitch for this, this medication to convince the American people that this is something that we should be taking. Because he took it and miraculously in days he was fine. So that was one. Two, I wasn't... 100 also i'm not sure if uh, many of you guys are aware but if not let me let you know the company that's supposed to have man, uh that's supposed to be manufacturing this va vaccine to come is being manufactured by johnson and johnson now i'm a little concerned about that because uh just a couple of years ago um 
literally Johnson and Johnson, even up to this day, is still <clears throat> being sued or has or still has a class action suit against them as a result of the baby powder that many of us have grown up grown with using most if not all of our lives um turns out that the baby powder from Johnson and Johnson gave many women um ovarian cancer and so if we're going through if Johnson and Johnson is going through litigations or has already went through litigations with a product that they've had damn near as long as I've been here in this world, why are we entrusting them then to create a vaccine for us? I'm just not okay with that. I don't know about you guys, but if these motherfuckers are already being sued in a class, a class they're already in litigations for a class action suit in which they pretty much lost, for a product that was theirs for a very long time, why are we then allowing them to create a vaccine for even more people than the people that they might have inconvenienced greatly with the product that they already had of their own? I'm just, I don't know what that's about, but I'm gonna tell you guys, I wasn't okay with that. I'm not okay with us even entrusting Johnson & Johnson. No disrespect, but you guys got some shit going on with y'all. So why are we, you know, comfortable with letting y'all manufacture something for our health when you motherfuckers just had an issue with your own products that turned to be health-related? So I'm not okay with that. Um, Also, uh... You know, like I said, there was just a, a, a huge emphasis, emphasis on avoiding the questions being asked. And for me as a person that's observing the debate, it bothers me if a person cannot answer a straightforward question. That means it says a lot about you as an individual that you may not even be aware is being said about you. Um, you lack the ability to be forthcoming. Um, what are you hiding? Uh, you know, it's just a lot of um, underlining concerns that resonate for me when asked the question. You cannot honestly respond back with a answer that's reflective to what was asked of you. Um, all the gaslighting that was going on this evening and the um, personal attacks I can do without you know I don't give a fuck what's going on personally no disrespect in Trump or Biden's life this is not about you two motherfuckers it's about the millions of Americans that are citizens of this country okay and it just sometimes doesn't come across to me that Trump understands that um at all uh, if you if you if you let Trump tell it in these debates and even when he has his own uh, public addresses and conferences that he gives, he always comes across as very arrogant and um, is very disgusting. It, actually, it's it's quite toxic behavior if you ask me. He's not a humble man. He's not a man that 
has pretty much any forms of integrity. Um, and I'm going based on how his p- performance and actions have been over the years, from the 80s up until now. I mean, well, the 90s, because I don't, I was a child in the 80s, but from the 90s up, um, obviously, uh, it should be no surprise that Joe Biden hopped on uh, Trump's character around the time of the Central Park Five uh situation that occurred in New York City um which you guys should all be familiar with by now um and his and Trump's demeanor towards the five accused which we all know now and probably knew then those who followed the story at that time that these young boys were innocent um so when there when there were questions asked to them specifically regarding how do each one of them deal with knowing that in the black community, black and brown community, parents have to give their children what is referred to as, quote, the talk before they leave the house. And it's talk incapacitates what they, the do's, the do's and do nots, right? The, what you should and should not do in the event you're stopped by police, in the event you're in a unfamiliar neighborhood, um, you know, just just certain guidelines that are pretty much made for black children that white children will possibly never have to encounter or maybe even other minority groups. You know, if their skin, if their skin complexion is the right complexion, they may not have to encounter many of the unfortunate circumstances that you know, black uh, and brown children have to, you know, face. And of course, he never answered the question as, and I'm not surprised because I didn't expect him to because this is what the fuck he does. Instead, he wanted to make note of expressing how much he has done the most for black Americans more than any other. Nobody else pretty much is what he's saying has done more for black people than him. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck? What year was this? Was this bef- before 82? Because I'm not sure exactly. Like, if that's how you truly feel, give me some examples. When when did you do more for black people than anybody else? Because if I'm not mistaken, the Black Panther Party has done more for black people than Trump. You know, i.e. example... The WIC program that we have still presently to this day that the government um, controls and operates. But truth be told, that program originated with the Black Panther Party. So don't sit here and and blow smoke up motherfuckers asses talking some bullshit like we sitting here twiddling our fingers or we just got to America yesterday. Like nigga, we know who's been doing what. All right. Especially when it comes to black Americans. We definitely know who the fuck has done what for black America. And yes, I will agree. As much as I love Obama, as much as I respect Obama, there is a hell of a lot more he could have done for black Americans while he was in office. But that's neither here or there because that's the past now, right? So... When asked about... When I'm talking about Trump, when asked about what his plans were in 
addressing COVID these remaining months in 2020 and if he should get elected, what his administration plans to do about it going forward. Your man sometimes just literally talks because he got, he got he has lips. I'm telling you. Like he goes on and he's he's so quick to want to brag. He's very egotistical. Always wants to talk about what he did, what he's going to do, and what he has done. And so of course he goes on to say, oh, you know, we're getting a we'll we'll have a vaccine up and ready in a couple of weeks. And the moderator is like, wait, what? Is that accurate and then of course he he changes what he says um and maybe not in a couple of weeks but nigga i don't think you're in a position to even get a give a estimate time frame or timetable i should say on when this vaccine will be ready um but again his 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 <clears throat> attitude towards covid was basically this quote it will go away so, you know, it will go away based on what? You know, he even went as far as to make it appear as though we should need to open up these schools, you know, and, and, and pretty much without saying it, without saying it, if the kids, his theory is, well, if the kids or younger people catch it, you know, they're young, they'll be fine. No worries type of shit. And I'm like, is this man that clueless that he's not even aware that it wasn't even a month ago that a seven-year-old caught COVID and died and not just that seven-year-old there has been several children that unfortunately has had contracted COVID and and passed away there were stories where people like the woman back in April uh, I believe she was from the United Kingdom who was a whole clean freak so uh was diagnosed with OCD so, you know, those people are very, you know, they, it's a phobia of theirs. They have to be, you know, that they're, they're compulsive with cleaning, right? And she had no sickness, everything. She did everything right, so to say. And was, you know, wasn't that old. I think she was younger than me. She was probably in her early 30s, maybe late 20s. I'm not sure. But she passed away and did everything quote correct so for him to make that kind of ignorant statement it's like do you even think before you speak and by this time I know we all collectively can just scream out a big ass no because it's clear that he doesn't um when it comes to Biden I'm not gonna act like he convinced me that he was a better person for the job um overwhelmingly there was no overwhelming difference right he did i do appreciate the fact that he did a lot better better at answering questions that was asked to him that um and i also appreciate him uh saying some of the things that as a citizen came to my mind when certain questions were asked to him like why are you guys going back and forth about your personal issues when what matters is the american people issues right you know, take yourselves out of the equation, which is when you're a narcissist like Trump is, it's really difficult to do that, to remove yourself from being a center of attention. Um, but it was interesting that the president referred to the worst problems 
existing are in states with democratic governors like wait what is is that a fact i mean he went as far as to just totally disrespect new york and call us a ghost town refer to us as basically being you might as well call this washed up which is so far from the truth okay we have our issues and we're trying to keep safe because you guys know just how impacted new york was earlier this year and we're not trying to see those numbers resurface but the attitude that he has towards new york is no secret why states like seattle new york and if i'm not mistaken it may be pennsylvania are suing him um due to his failure to want to allow federal uh resources to come into the state specifically Uh, For like education purposes. So I think this dude uh, Trump uses his authority like most people who get uh, authoritative roles. They use their authority and run with it. And you know there is no leading objectively and uh, with equality and and. A, a clear mindset it's I'm who I am and I can do what I want that's really the energy I, I I feel from him so also I I thought what was interesting Biden once again called out Trump's previous refusals to basically condemn white supremacists and he also brought up the attacks on the Black Lives Matter movement declaring that the president pours fuel on every single racist fire and so Trump's response was I'm the least racist person in here Like, I just don't understand where the fuck he comes up with these responses. Like, you thought that that's what the American people wanted to hear after that statement from Biden, that you were the least racist person in the building? So who the fuck is the most? And do, I mean, and if it's not you, then we really should be concerned. Because if you're the least, my goodness, we in trouble. When they started discussing, uh foreign policy Biden actually accused Trump of dealing with uh, the leader of North Korea Kim uh, Jong-un in a very uh, how would you say it thuggish sort of what he referred to Kim Jong-un as being a thug. But he um, referred to the Trump administration policy as uh, basically clueless and condemned the administration for separating children from their parents who were trying to illegally cross the southern border. Trump also mentioned, I mean, excuse me, Biden also (laughs) made sure to mention about the $750 a year in federal taxes um, that Trump supposedly only paid within a 10-year time span. 
and what Trump response uh, and Trump's response to that was completely fucking insane. The nigga said, excuse me, the dude said, so we ain't going to insult our niggas. The, the, the dude said, uh, I prepaid my taxes. What? Seriously. Is that even a fucking thing? You can pre-pay your tax? Like, bro, if that's what you did, then wouldn't you have been paying more? And then... Listen, I'm not even going to sit here and act like that shit that he said made any type of fucking sense. But you prepaid your taxes. Cool, cool, dude. The moderator even mentioned his accountant and uh, that actually got swept under the rug. Like there wasn't real emphasis on the accountant and whether or not they were at some point going to come forward with proof to verify this so-called prepaid taxes that he did. The fuck is a prepaid taxes? My nigga, this nigga got, he got all of us fucked up. Um, they also spoke about the country's, uh, about the country's current state and how Trump believes that we cannot, uh, shut this country down again. And, uh, how when it comes to like restaurants and things of that sort, it's too expensive to be, investing in plexiglasses and things like that and I'm just surprised like well what are we basically saying here that we should just overlook the seriousness of this pandemic when we've already seen what it's capable of doing that's almost what I got from it I I don't know what you guys got from it if you happen to see it but it was way too much emphasis on always discussing how um, terrible Obamacare was um and him uh pointing out Joe Biden's uh affiliations with the 1990 crime bill that we mostly all know by now disproportionately incarcerated black men so it had a lot to do with the uh three strikes you're out rule um as well as you know, the the sentence that was appointed to black males for possession of crack versus white males in the possession of cocaine. So it was like a very double standard um, during that time era. But the fact that Trump claim Biden's plan to tackle climate change was uh in his opinion something that uh, needed to have more looked into he needed he figured we needed to look more into it Biden actually wants to do a lot of investing in green, which I think is definitely the way that we should be heading as a as a nation. Um, but again, it, it, it's very it was it was a dick measuring contest. That's how I feel. Like you know, not 
I have to say Biden did a better job at trying to answer the questions. Definitely more than Trump. But at the end of the day, I felt like Biden was reading a teleprompter script to me as an American. Um, I didn't feel the words he said resonate as an emotional connection to what he was saying. I felt like he understands what needs to be said um, versus what he actually felt. Um, and, and, and I don't like when I get that sort of vibes from politicians like, all right, I feel like you just saying what you think you know you're supposed to say to get a certain reaction. And um, that's pretty much where I was with uh, Biden's uh, disposition this evening. We got about less than three weeks, you guys, um, before we get to the polls. And, you know, shit, two weeks. Um, I ask that you guys do go out and make your voices heard. um, And, you know, do your civic duty. Please vote. Um, and maybe in another four years, um, God willing, we can have some very different candidates running that, you know, we could all agree are good candidates, whether we personally like them or not. Um, that's where I'm at with it. But uh, this is just sad, you guys. I'm really concerned for for the United States in terms of how we look to foreign countries. Um, we're looking very, in my opinion, uh, weak, divided, and easily. Uh, we can easily be uh, thrown off. Um, or attacked without really, I feel, seeing it coming because we're focused on bullshit. Um, Trump did mention uh, Russia's involvement with the election. Uh, Some news came out uh, a day ago about the involvement of, I believe he said India and uh, Russia in terms of hacking um, into systems, computer systems, and uh, hacking into, uh, I guess, the polls. I don't, I, I'm not sure what exactly they're supposed to be hacking into, but um, there's grave concern about their involvement again and the elections coming up as, as, as it was four years ago. We were equally concerned about Trump's affiliations with the uh, Russian president. And so it's just a lot going on, you guys. And I think we are definitely missing the the ball. Uh, Well, somebody's dropped the ball, I should say. And it doesn't seem like anybody's really concerned about us enough to agree to disagree. I think everybody, well, not everybody, specifically Trump is trying to trump everybody. Um, And his arrogance is 
it may may very well possibly cost this country um everything you know um what do you say to an individual like this who be who performs and, and acts like this and then I think the most disturbing thing for me is to constantly hear him speak about himself as though he fixed every single problem single-handedly in America since he became president. That's just insane of him to do, but he doesn't. He spends a lot of time asking Biden why he didn't change things in eight years while he was in office. And as he said that, I immediately thought, well, shit, I can ask you why you didn't present your so-called platinum plan uh, that you conveniently bring to our attention now. Why you ain't come up with that plan four years ago? If you're concerned about black people getting their just desserts, getting the things that they should have always gotten, equality. You know, things to just to start. Fairness. Hmm. I don't know, you guys. I just don't know what we're looking forward to, you know? I just don't know. You know, and I hate the fact when somebody asks someone who is not black a question about blacks. Why do you guys that are not black always feel like to confirm that you like black people? You got to tell us either how many black friends you have or know or how you love somebody that's black. That's exactly what Trump did. He made some reference to some guys and it was like, oh, I love them because they was black. And what? Yeah, and still when the question, like I said earlier about what do you say? about black and brown parents having to have the talk with their children. What do you say about that, you know, standard that black America pretty much has to incorporate into their household? Nothing. I don't think this nigga and this this dude ever answered the fucking question. It was a whole lot of political gaslighting going on. Questions asked, like, who built the cages? Like, nigga, excuse me, see? Gotta stop calling him a nigga. That's just, it's an insult to niggas. (laughs) But, um, this dude is, the pompousness is just out of control. And so, you know, I just don't know, you guys. You know, I watch these things so I can know uh, what's being said from the horse's mouth. And um, body language says a lot about a person. And I I watched Trump body language this evening. And he just doesn't give a fuck, you guys. It's all in his eyes, how he'll stretch them. Sometimes he even will agree about something being said about him that puts him in a negative light. But if he knows it's true, look at his eyes and his eyebrows. He'll basically admit to it through his eyes. Like, yeah, so. He doesn't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. 
You bringing up Joe is not from Scranton. Who the fuck cares? What people care, the American people care about is how are they going to survive? What's going on with the stimulus check? These pre-existing conditions that people may have that you claim uh, Obamacare didn't allow um, their participants to have under that insurance. Man... It's a sad day when this is how debates are ran and this is how two grown men, white men at that, who want to convince us that they're the best person to be the commander in chief of this country. It's a sad day when this is the cream of the crop. It's a, yeah, it's a sad day. And this is more the, more the reason why black people, uh, we need to unify. More the reason why, you know, black and brown people, y'all need to, we need to look past certain things and start getting our shit together. Because at the end of the day, we all we got. Y'all need to understand that. Everybody else understands that from every other culture to stick together with their people we're the only motherfuckers out here still arguing and fussing and fighting and killing one another and the magnitude that we are because other races do it yes but they don't do it like we do it we need to we that needs to change immediately but with that being said you guys you know i just hope that you really uh do your due diligence and vote on November 3rd. Um, I totally will be voting as well. And, um, you know, don't put your faith in government. If I, if I was you, I'd put it in God. And if you don't know who God is, you should learn. But with that being said, you guys, I just wanted to give you a brief, a brief, um, recap of what the presidential debate looked like this evening and in my opinion still bullshit you still talking about a bunch of nothing you heard still a bunch of nothing no real concrete answers or solutions even when asked about what his plan was and i think i said this earlier in in addressing the covid pandemic you know he's so he spent so much time Wanted to let us know what he did once he found out COVID was here in the Americas, um, in, in America, and how China brought it here. And I'm just saying the, the, the China disease. This man, I mean, I often wonder if a black man acted one-tenth of how Trump performs on a day-to-day basis, the treatment that black man would have received by now by the whole America. You hear me? The whole America. I don't even think while Obama was in office that he could have farted sideways. And y'all telling me this man here can do the most? Shit. Well, you guys. We definitely got our work cut out for us on the third. So I'm going to pray. Do a whole lot of praying. Because <laughs> we certainly need it. 
So with that being said, you guys, I will catch you in the AM because I got some things to talk to you about tomorrow morning as well. So hope you guys have a great night and same time, same place tomorrow. You know, I love you guys. (laughs) Always. Later, you guys. Please leave a message after the tone.